You're listening to Salty Believer Unscripted. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I am Brian Catherine. And today we're... I just realized I have no idea what we're talking about today. Oh, we're going to take a break from our series. And I want to talk about politics, or at least some political things. Oh, man. Now that the election season's over, right? So I wanted to wait. But okay. I... I, I I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know who you follow on your social media. I have some people that I follow. If you Even if you don't have friends, sometimes you see it. Some churches will invite um, senators or mayors or governors or candidates that are running against other people into their churches either on a Sunday or special sure. event or something. Yeah. Have you seen this? Have you seen I've it? seen some stuff like that. I've seen some people like I know one person who's – Working on someone's was working on someone's campaign and taking them around to different churches, taking the candidate around, yeah, to, to, different to meet people, meet Christians were they meeting and stuff. like in the lobby or I think so. Organized, I'm not really sure, but Something. sometimes yeah. you'll see it like on Sunday, like hey, our guest speaker, blah blah blah, so and so is right. going to be speaking today. You know, on a yeah, Sunday morning, I've seen some of that. It, it ranges all over the place. Here's what I thought we should talk about: Is this what we should be doing in the church? Where where should the lines be? Good, bad. Sure. If you're listening yeah. and and uh, you've been in a church where politicians come in and you find it helpful, then we'd love to hear from you. SaltyBeliever.com has a communication forum. But I, okay, so the reason I bring it up now is because at the time of the recording, we have like two years before we have more elections. So I don't want anybody <laughs> to think we're trying to manipulate the elections. Sure. Um, what do you think? Just just right off the cuff, what should the church's involvement? with politics be do you feel good uh, about this bad about this what is your initial gut reaction i don't even know what to say because i'm not 100 percent sure what legally we're allowed to say like can churches even get involved with politics I, that's a good question that's a fair question and i think there's a sense that they can and they can't and there's some rules depending on election seems like a gray area election rules but i think a church could um Certainly, a church can certainly get involved with issues. I mean, famously, and everyone hails him and he has his own day, but that's what Martin Luther King Jr. was doing. He was a pastor, right. and he got very involved in a political issue, which is what he's actually more known for. I mean, you don't hear people going, you know, I went to I went to listen to some of his preaching or I read some of his sermons. It, no, the, the political issue is what he's known for. So there was a case of that. I think it's certainly okay for churches, if they should decide it, appropriate to speak I mean, on things that are in the Bible, like abortion issues or identity issues or whatever. I all, think that's okay. All, all I know about U.S. government, I've gotten from TV shows and movies, but I've heard you can't like politic within so many feet of a church, right? The, well, uh, if there's or a... campaigning, if there's a If there's a ballot box in there, because right. sometimes, sometimes precincts or whatever will use a church building to vote. That's true. In. I did vote at a church once. Yeah. And I don't know if that's still going on too much. I think that is because I saw that. I've seen... I mean, Back when we could on. vote in person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Back... Yeah. Um, but I think so, I think it has more to do with what the election laws are. Like you have to be a either a political action committee. I'm not sure how much those are used. And you have to report financing and do, do you campaign for a person and then they have to approve them. So I think if a church were to follow those laws, they could. But I'm just talking about in general. Just... Like, just just having a, like a politician come into Let, your church and speak. Yeah, let's just take it completely out of the zone of election, and gotcha. let's just say, hey, we're we're here in Bountiful, Utah, and you know what? We've invited the Bountiful Mayor to come speak on a Sunday morning and give some message on right. something. Now, I'm not talking about, hey, let's. I don't think the Bountiful Mayor is a Baptist. 
But, I'm pretty sure she's not. But. Yeah, but but let's just say let's say that let's say that your politician was a Christian, was active in his or her church, came and was a part of your church. Well, there's a there's a place for speaking sure. on spiritual topics, but I'm talking about like political topics. So let's right. say we said like uh, abortion, mayor. Well, yeah, I don't think the mayor has a lot to do with that. But let's say we said, Mayor, we want to have you come talk about community service and snow removal this winter sure. or some topic. Good, bad. Yeah. What do you Feeding think? Feeding the so, hungry? I don't know. Well, okay, so, right. so Sunday morning, would you do it or not do it? Uh, I wouldn't do it. I don't think so. I, I wouldn't mean, do it. And here, I wouldn't do it because Sunday morning is to put our attention and our affections and our gaze and our worship to the Lord right. and hear from His Word. And so we have a fairly, um, we have a fairly dedicated service to that purpose. Very rarely... If ever, I don't think ever, we're deviating from that. Sure. You know, we do a call to worship, and then right. we're very attentive to that. And it's spiritual issues. If, if we're doing anything, we're doing a baptism. We're taking the Lord's right. Supper. We're hearing from the preached word. We're singing spiritual songs together. There's not really a, a solid place for And now let's hear about putting in a new stoplight on the corner at Five Points or whatever. Well, and I think I've, I've gone to some churches or seen some churches where they have, that's kind of the main message for the day is, is from a politician or We're government hearing from the governor yeah. today. Yeah. So I know some churches do that, but I know that we wouldn't necessarily because we have such a high view of that service and it's very, well, like you said, there's that call to worship and it's very Christ-centered and worship-focused. So, so he's not preaching a sermon. Right. right. I mean, here's the thing. If, if there was a sermon actually being preached in the formal sense, that's a different story. But Right. But just giving like a TED talk or whatever. Yeah. Politics. But what about so if not Sunday morning, what about like a Sunday night or Wednesday night or special event type thing? Yeah. Hey, we're gonna hear from the would mayor you open of the up city? The, the church to building Ooh, to do something like that? That's a. I, I think, the circumstances I might be willing to do that would be if it was still on a spiritual matter and it wasn't to necessarily campaign for an election well what if we were they so, were doing like a coat drive well though i'm not talking about like that i'm saying like hey we've invited uh oh. senator or a representative to come and we're we're having a discussion tonight on the topic of abortion right sanctity of marriage um those kinds of issues i i might be open to something like that and and do it not in a way that's saying hey the church is being used by the politician to advance an agenda, but instead the church is asking and getting involved. I might even be okay with something like that for an election process if you could get both the candidates. Almost like a debate on spiritual like debate topics <laughs> at the church. I might be okay with that. In our context, I don't ever see that really happening. Well, and I, I've gotten like I've gotten letters or whatever samples in the mail of these places that will put flyers together for churches that say, "Hey, these are the two candidates running, and this is what they run on." And this. oh, right. Can you put those out in your lobby if you get those cards? That say, hey, this issue. And... I think you could. I think on these issues, I think you. I think a church could. I don't think. I'm not. No, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what the rules are there, but I think a church could do that. The question is, should we? Should you? And where is that helpful? And then the question is, what topics were decided on? And and there are issues where where. I don't know. There, there's things that are important, but we have to remember we should probably, we likely have people from differing political right. views in the church. And so, you know, if it's an, the Bible doesn't necessarily speak to things like exactly how tax credits should be administered in this way or that way, or how the government should uh, manage the military or whatever, right? We don't, but the Bible does speak about how life should be 
we right. run. And, and so I think it becomes a really fine line. But honestly, if we we're going to say, hey, we have the opportunity to speak to these three candidates or this particular senator about abortion or about uh, how do we help to reduce unwanted teen pregnancy and how do we yeah. like things like I think there's some reasonability that honestly I write I write my politicians I guess I'll have some politicians to to write I don't one of they one stayed the same in the election I'm just thinking through like they didn't right. even change um, <laughs> in our context no but uh, I write my politicians on those topics and I do it in a kind and respectful way and I invite a meeting if they so desire to have one which right. they never do and I just want to take my issues directly to them I think that's a really good thing Peter calls us to pray for our leaders, but I think we get to also engage in the process by communicating with them. Uh, yes, I pray for my leaders often, but I want to communicate with them and I want to be a part of the process. And the question, though, is as leaders in a church, how do you how do you bring those things together if you do? And I, being a particular Baptist who are sort of historically well known for the separation of all that stuff, right. maybe, not, maybe not more presently, but of course through history, I'm one who leans towards... Let's just preach the Bible, let that move convictions, and hopefully that will inform how you vote. I would encourage you to vote and participate in the process because you can, and that's where it ends. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I feel, and I feel like that's pretty easy here in Utah where a lot of our representatives and politicians are of a differing faith than, right. than we are here at the church. But things get a little more complex if that person was, let's say, in your church. Oh, like, what man. would you do if, if one of your members <laughs> I, said, hey, I'm running for Congress? So I know a guy, you know a guy, we know a guy uh, in Idaho who was running for office. He was running for a state Senate seat. And so I don't know. I don't know how that went for his church. I didn't pay too close attention. But um, I don't know how that like, What would we do, Josiah, if you were running for right. city council? Would you expect the church to get all behind you? And should you? I mean, can I put a table in the lobby? Like, what do you do there? I don't, I don't think it would be appropriate for elders of a church to leverage the church for their own gain in those sorts of ways. But I also, at the same time, you have uh, people who are wanting to live faithfully and in godly ways and, and lead. And, and so I think it becomes a little tricky. I, actually, I do remember one time I uh, was the pastor of a church who had somebody running for office and she traveled far to come to church. And so she ran for, I think she won for city council, but it wasn't even the same city where the church was located. Gotcha. She had commuted to the church quite a ways here in Utah. And I don't think it was ever really expected. We would really do anything, use any of that for fundraising, which I don't, it never. I was never asked, but I don't know. I, I think it would have said, hey, let's try to keep some of the church the church. But, of sure. course, you have all these friends and you have all this network. But I don't know. It's a tricky I mean, we conversation. Have, we have a communication platform that we use, a digital communication platform. And on there is a community connection page. I mean, could this person say, hey, yeah, if you were, yeah. I'm running for the school board. I, that's an appropriate place for stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm running for the school board. I hope you'll vote for me. Now, what I would be concerned about as an elder or pastor in that context, or any of these contexts, right. is not bringing in things that are divisive and create well, a lot of disunity in the church and that could be that could be really tough i think it would be really hard if you were a pastor or elder of a church because you're kind of bringing a lot of focus and you know attention to your church then maybe your church doesn't want it necessarily well, participate in well, it let's and think your about attention what, would be divided what about happened to david platt when uh so david platt was pastoring i think he still is pastoring a church in washington dc and uh and oh, yeah. the president showed up yeah. 
And I think there was sort of an expectation the church would pray for the president. Now, sure. would you? It would be really hard to say, nope, we're not doing that. We're not going to put him in front of everybody because we have scriptural commands to pray for our leaders. Right. It doesn't necessarily say you have to do it as part of your gathering, but it seems like but, that would be an appropriate time. Let, but at the same time, he prays for the. He just prayed. I remember I, I saw it. Sure. it was, he prayed for him, and then President Trump moved off the stage. They continued with their service. But, I mean, he had, he discussed it at a pastor's conference, which happened like two or three days later that I was at. And he said he had, like, everybody on every side mad. How would you, how dare you let him in the building? Right. How dare you not let him speak in campaign? How dare, I mean, like, everybody had a differing opinion. And the guy, it just landed on his life. He had no preparation right. for it. I mean, he just showed up, right? Like, there yeah. was no. So what would you do in that situation? I mean, let's say the governor walked in here on a Sunday morning, right, as services get ready to start and says, hey, will you pray for me? Will you? Here's what's what's hard about that. Let's say Joe Snuffy walked in, who's not the governor, who's just a fake name I made up, who's a mechanic who works at the the shop down the street, walks in and says, will you pray for me? If I'm not getting up on the stage, like if he's asking for me to pray for him, you bet. If the governor's asking for me to pray, and we have this all the time. We gather three or four or five people around a person, hear the prayer request, lay hands on them, pray for them. Sometimes it's in the lobby. Sometimes it's in a room in private. Right. Um, if they're coming in and saying, would your whole church pray for me right now? I would struggle with doing that if it were done in that last minute sort right. of way. I'd say, hey, what's going on? And if it was just, well, I'm the governor. You guys should pray for me. Right. Well, we could pray for you <laughs> after the service. You know, we'll get a bunch of people around you in the yeah. lobby then. I would hesitate to interrupt the service that's supposed to be focused on God to place our focus on the mayor. Or the governor, or whatever. I feel like I'd be more inclined to, if the governor said, "Hey, will you will you baptize me?" You know, like <laughs> yeah, like. But even then, I'm like, well, let's let's, let's do the same thing. We have we have discussion about showing favoritism for the one who's rich over the one who's poor, and so just because they're an elected official with that particular task, I mean, let's let's change it up a bit. What if the CEO of uh, I don't want to pick somebody who's controversial, <laughs> somebody you've never heard of before. Oh, yeah. The CEO of uh, Trapper Keeper Paper <laughs> Products, you know, comes in. Okay, it's an important person or somebody. How do you, you want to be cautious about how you show that favoritism? At the same time, I think, I think there's some room. Like if the governor, if the governor walked in and said, "Hey, I'm really struggling with whatever we're having this problem," I think we'd definitely say, "Let's rally some people in the lobby and pray for you." Yeah. I would have a hard time saying, we're going to stand you up here on the stage. You're not a member of our church. You know, I'd be more inclined to take somebody who's a member of our church who's going through a very difficult situation and say, church, we need to lay hands on this person. Because that's the purpose of, that's the purpose of the church, right? right? I mean, there's, 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 there's things here that we need to remember are more significant in the economy of eternity in God's right. kingdom than in that. Well, but it does get tricky, right? And at the end of the day, let, let's talk about that for just a quick second before we wrap up. Like, what is the church's responsibility when it comes to politics? Because I feel like I hear from both sides of it where, hey, as pastors, we should never speak into politics or have anything to say about that. And then other guys will say, as pastors, we need to speak into every issue and every election and tell people, hey, this is how you should vote based on God's word. Well, I think it goes even further than that. Not just the pastor's role, but I know some churches that say, as Christians, it's our great commission and our social justice responsibility to do everything we can for the betterment of our community and therefore we should put up christian 
people for office and because yep. they could influence the government in such a way and we should put people sure. in every office. So that goes along. And there's some people that are like, don't even get involved. I mean, you said like, don't speak from the pulpit, but there are some Christians who would even discourage people from right. even getting involved. Sure. You know? or maybe not even voting. Or, don't or even just, vote. You know, whatever. So uh, I think we do have biblical mandate to submit to our authorities appointed over us. And we have biblical mandate to pray for our leaders appointed over us. And unlike the apostles, you know, when they're writing things of this, we actually get to participate. We do have an obligation as citizens under the Constitution to participate in this. And so you have the right not to vote. But I think as Christians, if we're asked to submit to the authorities that are appointed over us and we're given the opportunity to cast our vote, and that's expected that that's how our government figures out its leaders, I think that lends a fairly strong argument that Christians really should vote. Yeah. So I, I believe that. As a veteran, I believe that. I haven't missed an election uh, in my life, with the exception of <laughs> of all times. I, I missed the election, if I remember right, with one of my deployments. <laughs> because the mail, it was like the first year of the Iraq war, and I think the mail was bad. And not, like, I never got my oh, ballot, geez. and they said, Oh, you could. And I'm like, You know what? I think this time I'm going to fight for the right for other people to vote. <laughs> there you go. But I think I've voted in every election, with the exception of that one being hindered since I turned 18. Not, not because I think, oh, let's be, I'm not sitting here thinking I'm changing the world with my election right. or with my vote, but I do think. I've been asked to participate. Absolutely. I want to be a good citizen, oh. and I should do that. Well, I think that's the, the heart of the, the entire issue that we're talking about here is, is just being faithful. I mean, yeah. we're, we're very lucky to live in a country where we have a voice and we have a right to vote, and it's just being faithful for where God's called you, whether that's being faithful to write your representatives and engage in dialogue with them and say, right. hey, this is how I feel. And some people don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to write. I, I don't that. want to talk. And, and, maybe it, and maybe it's being faithful to run for a school board or city council or, you know, getting involved in Are you thinking about or, running for something? Maybe I should. I don't know. <laughs> or Or... You have the right in America, and we need to remember that we do get this right afforded to us because of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights uh, to be able to stand outside the Capitol building with a sign of protest. Not every nation has those rights. I don't even believe Canada has a Bill of Rights like that. And so we get the right to exercise the free speech, but that does not mean we we have to do all those things. Sure. You have the right to do those things. So maybe you're compelled to stand in front of um, your city building or capital building. Or maybe you're compelled to march in a parade. Or I don't think that extends to the things like destruction of private property and all. I don't think a Christian has the... has the. There's not an appropriate opportunity for Christians to go riot and destroy other people's property. Right. Um, but I think as citizens of this country, God put us here, we're blessed in that way, that we should probably exercise those rights and we should probably pray for others who don't have those opportunities. So that's kind of where I, I I would say if you feel compelled to get involved, do. Don't be divisive with your brothers and sisters in the church. Recognize that we do have differing opinions. It's not, your identity is not which political party you belong to or which conspiracy theory you hold to or which news outlet you watch. As a Christian, hopefully your identity is in Christ. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, like, let's remember that that all of this stuff is really short-term. In fact, I was watching watching the election results just because that just happened this week at the time of the recording, and um, 
and it just hit me like talk about short-term thinking you know our, our representatives our u.s representatives run for two-year terms yeah like whoa i mean that, that whoa and even the longest the senator has a six-year term and a supreme court justice has a lifetime appointment but in the scope of god's reality when you think about like how long you know yeah i mean okay let's let's be thinking a little bigger picture here right yeah anyway that's i mean i think that's fun well, I think that's that's very interesting it's a lot to think about do you know so. of any pastors who are politicians the guy uh, that i know didn't when i checked i mean he got 24 percent of the vote which was you know that's no, something but i don't know any other not really pastors who are maybe people that used to be but i don't know i can't think of any yeah i can't think of um and maybe there are hey if you know somebody let us know maybe we talk to him on the podcast so i don't know i don't know well there you have it <laughs> that's politics and the church in a nutshell so i think if we had more time we could take on a lot bigger stuff but at the end of the day i think it's our, the big takeaway for me is, is pray for your leaders mm-hmm. and be faithful to whatever god's calling you for and engage your, in your community whether it's i mean i've prayed for city council meetings oh yeah i got a up. picture hanging on the wall are you praying <laughs> so, at the city council you know meeting? be present write write your politicians let them know you're praying for them and yeah so absolutely awesome, all right man. well until next time Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.